Hey everybody, it's Joel here, and I was just letting you know that we're still doing the feed drops while everything is happening with the Black Lives Matter movement and protests, and this week we have the Talent Agency. Uh, and before we do that, you know, just once again, I want to stay, hope that everyone's staying safe during the pandemic, and I, you know, hope that y'all are doing whatever you can to support what's happening right now, whether it be marching, calling your lawmakers, talking to people uh, in your social circles, you know, donating money if you can afford it, and just kind of staying aware of it. And that's it. You know, just you know, want to let you know that it's real important, and you should you should be a part of it. Um, so that's it. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and queue up the talent agency. But before we play the episode, let me tell you a little bit about uh, talent agency. Uh, so the talent agency is a cyberpunk actual play following a gang of queer criminals as they cause havoc in the arts and entertainment industry of 2070s UK under a fake talent label, Phantom Arts Entertainment. It's futuristic voguing action. The campaign is split into two to three parts each, and the early missions are standalone, meaning you can hop around. Their Eurovision parody episode, Rise Like a Phoenix, is a great start, and that's what they suggested. So that's what we're going to be playing for you. And just to give you a little bit more about the show... So the producer and GM of the show is Nathan Blades. They're a queer, black, tabletop RPG designer and streamer. Uh, or they're maybe an androgynous Android game show host in the future. It really depends on who you ask. And for the rest of the cast, which interestingly enough, half the cast had minimal to no prior role-playing game experience uh, to the show. They, so they actually come up with a lot of these great ideas and they're still very new to it. So it's always great to see that. So the rest of the cast, there's uh, Paolo Gardinelli, who runs UK RPG events such as, uh, as uh, Adventures to Order. And you can follow that at Adventure to Order. And that's the number two. Then we have Ashley, Michael Lawson, and uh, they do professional proofing scenario writing and RPG publishing under at Navigator of. And then Ray Stevens, who has helped produce countless minority-focused actual plays like Voices at Play, which is at Voices at, which is a Voices A-T. And then John Turner is an illustrator and cartoonist, and you can follow their Twitter at this is John Turner, and that's J O N for at this is John Turner. And you can follow updates for the talent agency as well as Nathan's other RPG designs and streaming projects at Phantom Arts ENT on Twitter. You can also support them uh, on Patreon at patreon.com slash Phantom Arts ENT. The same as their Twitter, and you'll receive bonus scenarios, PDFs for uh, a variety of their systems, and everything else you need just to enjoy and support this amazing show. So, uh, you know, like I said, this is a great show. We found them through Twitter when we were just looking. They 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 had uh, contacted Shannon, and we checked out the episode. And I'm excited to check it out more because I I like I like Cyberpunk. We enjoyed this, and so go check them out. And then once you're done, make sure to go follow Nathan and the rest of the cast. And you know, if you got a few extra bucks to spare, go support him on Patreon. You know, help them, help them get, help them get out there more. And there's also some streaming they do. And just you know, check it out. And once again, just make sure to be involved in what's happening. And go support and uplift, uplift you know, black voices because that's what we should all be doing right now. And just enjoy this episode because it's gonna be great. And then listen to the rest of it and go check out the talent agency. So with uh, you know, no further ado, here it is. Rise like a phoenix. Out of the ashes seeking rather than vengeance, retribution, you were warned, once I'm transformed, once I'm reborn. This is 
the talent agency. Of the talent agency, we're back to Shadowrun Anarchy, but this one is a bit special. In fact, it's a Eurovision special because I am that kind of gay. I have dragged three people into this trash adventure with me. Uh, welcome to the stage once again, Paolo is Nano Ranger. Oh, hey, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, <laughs> Louis is Kyoto Joe. How'd you do? And Alicia as Papaya. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. <laughs> you got to remain on brand at all times. If you're not on brand, what the fuck are you doing? We, uh, shall, well, shall we say that we're at? You, I know that um, uh, Nana Ranger is normally based in Manchester, um, but I think maybe you have been called down uh, to London for a, a momentous event. Yeah, I think, I think he's maybe he's just coming off the future Megabus. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's 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 fell asleep on his way there, and he's he's just having like this, this kind of fit as he's as he's asleep in the in the uh, seat, having uh, previously been drugged by Alice. He's now flashing back oh, in, his, in his mind space still, <laughs> and uh, he's in this um, Alice in Wonderland style dreamscape where there's a huge table, and he can hear "Drink me, drink me over again," and he's just kind of, no, don't drink the tea. Don't drink the tea, and then behind, from behind the table, there's just a giant um, cool deep who kind of pushes it to one side, everything smashes to the ground, and he's like, ah! You no, did. no, no, hit me! You were almost KO'd in that fight. Yeah. Uh, you, you escaped that one by the skin of your teeth. Um, but hey, you weren't confident before, but you managed to survive quite a difficult run. So yeah. maybe a little bit more self-confidence has been gained. I think, I think like, in terms of his own personal strut, Mm -hmm. He's got a bit of that from the fashion show side of it, but he's also got this kind of small kind of panic flashback ingrained in there because of how close he was brought to the edge. Mm -hmm. So whether or not he'll he'll come out more confident might still be in the air. I see. Uh, actually, relating to that mission, since it was um, at A, at a fashion show, and B, to uh, secure the uh, fan favourite fashion designer Priya Westwood, Kyoto, Joe, and Papaya might not necessarily be great fans of you right now because you got to go on that mission basically alone and everybody else after squabbling fiercely over who gets to go to this fashion show automated decided that none of them get to go. So, I mean, I didn't go on my own. I, Alice, Alice, she's really nice. She, she drugged me. We're friends now, but it, it was a hard road. Oh, I can't stay mad at that face, Nano Ranger. Yeah, well, no, because I'm in normal clothes right now, so it's it's really oh. when it's. I keep forgetting. It's okay. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. <laughs> it's fine. What has Kyoto Joe been up to uh, since Phantom Arts Entertainment was founded? Kyoto's quit his job, being a bouncer, and has started his own dance school for the impoverished. Oh, in the slums yeah. of Manchester. 
and is encouraging all of those that want to dance to dance. Nice. Like Mancunian FKA twigs. I like it. Yes. Cool. Uh, what has Papaya been up to? Uh, papaya have been laying low, pampering herself, shopping. She's been taking a break since, taking since, a break. since you know, yeah. Radio City. The last mission that you had wasn't necessarily like lethal. No. But no. it was it was risky times. It was very risky. Could mm-hmm. have been poisoned at any point. But yes, uh, you have all, at least for now, um, been given uh, the back signal equivalent to make a trip down to London Studios on the South Bank. Uh, Automator is very excited, actually. He seems to be incredibly stoked about this new uh, mission that they have uh, acquired. Uh, I guess I get a shower. Felt like from the Megalus, and I'm still like toweling, toweling down, walking into the common area. Mm-hmm. Denim shorts on already because I ain't ever going back to that farm with pockets. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you, listen to that episode of Smiles. <laughs> oh my god. It's actually pretty good. The, the, the fashions in that episode and the um, tactical editing of that episode are astounding. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I would also like to add that Papaya has gone in and trashed the Eater's testing room, though. Oh, yes. Yes, because they do have a, a friendly rival. An ongoing, yeah, yeah. Uh, upon acquiring. Um, the uh, London studios. There's been a bit of a turf war in the changing uh, in the changing rooms and dressing area of who gets the largest dressing room, Data Vontes or Papaya. So there's there's been a bit of a back and forth about that. Automator doesn't need to physically be there, so he doesn't really care. But <laughs> yeah, I think maybe at one point Billy walks in on you trashing a room like oh, just turns around straight away. <laughs> He's kind of like, didn't see this. Mm-hmm. So we've convened in the uh, common area of, of uh, London studios. Uh, there is a holographic drone um, in the room. Um, you wonder who, who set that up in advance. It seems to have basically been delivered there specifically so Automator can project himself around the building rather than just having to hijack the monitors in the editing suite. And he greets you all and is like, Oh, ah, good afternoon, everybody. How are you all doing today? Wonderfully, thank you very much. It's been a lovely journey down. <laughs> Better when you pay me. Oh, oh, we have something really delightful for you all today. Oh, it's some big time work. It is the Oracle Vision Song Contest Finals on Saturday. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, I am generally quite excited for this event, but this is maybe the first time that I've been ever so close without having to pay for a pay-per-view VR because you guys are going. As contestants! Woo! Aren't you excited? Don't all shout at once. Oh, no, no. Very, very, oh, God. Very excited, yes. The mission will be good. Well, you've been on stage once before, Nano Ranger, so I figured that actually you might have worked up a bit of a taste for the performing arts. (laughs) Sorry, actually, Automator, can I just put in, why is this small boy here? (laughs) Billy's just stood there flashing back. To doing backflips to the end of the stage. The, you nailed it. I did nail it and it looked really, really cool. But <laughs> on the edge of the stage, as his like arms were holding him there, he was having a mild panic attack and like, nearly falling off. And like, he's like, yes, the stage is where I belong. Mm-hmm. 
Well, uh, I continue to pay you guys to have relatively self-confidence in the work that I give you, so I hope you'll be able to keep it together once more. Anyway, um, all the mega corporations who have qualified for the finals have been gearing up their entries for success and fame and to establish their brand. Um, however, I've been hearing that an A-tier corp, Gaiatronics, have been having some trouble with their act. Their band has suddenly up and quit, leaving them high and dry. Every corporation worth their salt has an entry for Oracle Vision, whether you make guns or sell loans. Of course, all the media mega corporations top the charts every year, but not entering at all is basically PR suicide. So, Gertronics are willing to pay me, and consequently you, a solid amount of money to fill in their place, about 8k new yen, on the assumption that you'll have the gumption <laughs> to stay firm in the face of whatever scared their first band off. You don't need to shoot for the final or anything like that. Just learn the song and the routine that you've prepared and don't humiliate yourselves or that company and it will all be hunky-dory. Plus, there's a couple of flights in it for you. It's international. Ooh. Where to? And, my God, I am shooting for the final. There is no doubt about it. Oh, good. To the final, Billy. I, I, I don't I, care. Have you not seen Oracle Vision? Nobody plays instruments. Good. <laughs> yeah, everybody is relatively aware that as part of Oracle Vision, a lot of the instruments are on autopilot. <laughs> people can do like manual solos and the people who are actually good musicians do, but it turns out that performing music is not the sole reason why Oracle Vision is so popular. But uh, Automata answers your question about where it's at. You'll be uh, flying to the Gaiatronics Arcology in Seattle to meet with mm. their producer. And then once the uh, finals are on on Saturday, you'll be flying off to sunny Cuba for the NBN Sunshine Stadium. Ooh, lovely. I can work on my tan. So can you, Billy? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Tan. Sorry, I don't tan very well. I burn like immediately, and I'm just I'm just gonna have like a shawl maybe or something. I'm sure they'll be able to cover in some factor SPF for you. Oh, that's good. That's good. Good. The drone flies quite close to the camera and fans across, and um, there it then kind of uh, morphs into a service drone on the flight to Seattle. Can uh, I can I get some soy peanuts, please? Can I have? Oh no. Okay. You're in business class, actually. It seems that Gaiatronics has paid. Uh, a lot more than the bare minimum to get you. Oh, you were just going to get them. Thank you. Oh, no, I, so I'm just used to being ignored. <laughs> Papaya's relaxing with her sheath mask on because the dry airplane air does nothing for her complexion. Mm hmm. Oh, God, it kills you for it up there every time, every time. How's uh, Kyoto Joe enjoying the flight over? He's kicking back. He's just filing his nails. He's trying a few different hairstyles out. He seems to be settling on a full on. 80s sweep to one side, mm -hmm. short on one side, and he's got a lovely dusky eye makeup on at the moment. Oh, just for the flight, just, just, for just, the just flight. casually Kyoto got this face on. Is never off. Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, Gaiatronic psychology is um, pretty mundane, actually. Uh, it seems to be. Um, it's big, like all, all our colleges are big, you need to be able to fit in a reactor and hydroponics labs and everything like that. But it seems to be quite bare bones. Uh, Gaiatronics mostly work in stuff like uh, mining and fuel and refineries and 
while none of that is necessarily in the arcology itself, it is kind of unsightly and a bit smelly, a bit of that kind of um, mechanical brusqueness and efficientness is kind of transferred itself to the aesthetics of the building. A lot of brushed steel, artfully exposed pipes. It's the Thursday and you are inside the dance studio that they inexplicably have in this arcology. <laughs> you would figure, why would they have uh, a place to kind of perform or rehearse performing in a place that's, you know, largely just a really elaborate office for like oil rigs. But hey, you've got a place to rehearse. Uh, joining you are their PR department's producer and director. Shanta Kernell, the producer, um, is uh, tall, broad and muscular, um, definitely enjoys uh, the uh, long trips on the road in an expensive car with the sunroof down, blasting like outrun music, and is uh, artfully tanned with a, a short, short, closely cropped white hair. Uh, the director, Isaac Layton, um, is a bit weedy, um, is um, wearing, I, I think, like a, a, a tweed, no, not a tweed jumper, that would be terrible. A tweed jumper. Okay, they're wearing a tweed jumper. <laughs> they are, they are, they're wearing a tweed jumper and sweating profusely. It's a hot day in Seattle. Yeah, but they're committed to the look. Yeah, they're like stylist AI recommended it to them today and they are slowly considering maybe buying a new one because this, this plan has gone horribly, horribly wrong. Um, you have all, we've cut out a little bit of middleman and you're all kind of already in the dance studio having changed into your, uh, your practice outfits because you can't go and perform in full gear and do the steps for ages, you'd, you'd, you'd melt. Um, what kind of practice gear are you wearing? Uh, I think Billy is is definitely wearing like a, like a sweatshirt cropped up because mm -hmm. the one thing that he did take away from that fashion show is that he's very proud of all the crunches he's been doing. And uh, got to show him off. He's not really got abs that, as, as, as like kind of Chris Hemsworth's kind of style. So he's got like a, on a, maybe some like nice kind of uh, exercise shorts going. Cool, cool, cool. Full on Mr. Motivator style leotard. <laughs> what color are these leg warmers? The leg warmers are hot, hot pink. Absolutely. Uh, Papaya is wearing hot pants, baby blue. With a matching bra. The bra is basically just a nipple tassel with strings, though, because she's like, I think she quite likes making you blush. Actually, mm -hmm. she's quite amused by it. No, that's no, that's cool. Shake. <laughs> Gotta work that body. You know, on the you follow your truth. That's you know, empower yourself. Thank you. He's growing up. <laughs> the director um, is wheeling in a trolley after you having um, uh, practiced your kind of like warm-up steps, they're kind of putting you for your paces of, can you hit your marks on, on, on music beats? They're not asking you to do, do elaborate steps yet, but they're just checking that they haven't accidentally hired somebody who will trip over their feet on stage. You guys have been doing a reasonable job of that. But there, uh, Isaac is uh, wheels in a, a large trolley of various different types of instruments, uh, two electric guitars, a bass guitar, and a drum set. He's like, hi, right, we have uh, wheeled in the uh, previous instruments that our previous band, Maximum Neon Crush, had before they fucking bailed on us. But uh, they, these, these are still good. These are still good. You'll be able to use them. They're, they're officially Oracle Vision sectioned. Um, why don't you go and uh, pick one of these to go and pick up? I know there's just three of you, but that's fine. Uh, as long as we can enter in an entry, um, we should be 
absolutely fine. I would like to spend a plot point uh, to say that one of these instruments is a triple guitar. Oh, like multiple necks. Like, yeah, multiple. So, like, maybe it's like a laser guitar where the strings are lasers or something like that. Sure. There's, there's three necks on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want to pick another lead guitar, the bass guitar, or drums? I'll go drums. Mm-hmm. I think I would like lead guitar. Like, and in fact, Shanta kind of like leans over to Isaac. Is like, shouldn't we've like hired a, a fourth person to play? It's like mm, we can just kind of get a droid to do it. We can get a drone that's humanoid, and they can just carry the bass. It'll auto play. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's like mm, okay, right. I guess we should probably give you the mission briefing now that you're finished warming up. We like to make sure that uh, everybody that we hire can do the basics before we kind of get into the meat and potatoes of the thing. Uh, Shauna says, ruffling through one hand through her short cropped hair. So, Maximum Neon Crash. They were an up-and-coming Seattle uh, punk metal band that we took a shining to. Uh, They had the kind of drive and vision that we figured are embrace the aesthetics of Gaiatronics. And they had a unique... Uh, quite crunchy sound that we quite liked. Unfortunately, it seems that they all suffered from a little bit of a, I don't know, performance anxiety, imposter syndrome. It was a bit of a rough ride uh, getting them to the finals. They won their matches, most of them, and they managed to keep through the tournament, were rated quite well, but they were coming through by the skin of their teeth. And I think that wore on them a little. So when inevitably one of the other Bigger companies decided to throw their weight around and mail threats to all the other bands, which don't look alarmed. Literally all the big names go and send threats to the other competition to try and weed them out. It doesn't really work these days, or it's not supposed to. It's almost like a tradition that Oracle Vision entrants have, but it seems they took it to heart and are now carrying out. So we need a quick replacement for the final. Uh, we've cleared it to replace the. It, we, we filled out all the appropriate paperwork already to uh, replace the the IDs of them with a new set of people. So don't worry about that part. Excellent. I mean, I'm very excited to be involved. Um, are we are we gonna get death threats, or is that time passed? Oh well, you know there is a green room. I'm sure some of the other bands might speak to you. I'm sure you'll be able to hold your nerve. Yep. No, it's okay. I live for stuff like this. I'll look after you, Billy. Do you have any questions about the nature of Oracle Vision or what you'll be doing? So, my understanding is that we will be performing against various other bands via the medium of violent music. Oh, yes, of course. It's, uh, music has always been a large part of Oracle Vision, but in this day and age of TV, people like to see a little bit of bloodlust, but people dying on stage was, um, a bit unseemly. Uh, it didn't really foster corporate pride. So uh, we've kind of turned it into a bit of a harmless sport. You will be horribly bruised if you lose, but fear of death isn't particularly a thing you have to concern yourself with. There's uh, established equipment that is designed for the sport. So uh, your your regular weapons, I'm sure, that uh, the uh, automator hired agents um, from his talent agency that are uh, capable of a bit of a combat and are proficient in various types of weapons. Uh, you won't be able to use your standard weapons, but you will be offered replicas. Branded replicas, of course. How long have we got to rehearse? Well, uh, the, uh, the, the the finals are Saturday evening, but it's fine. Um, as I say, uh, battling is increasingly, increasingly an embraced part 
of Oracle Vision. So the instruments, for example, have an autoplay function. So you, as long as you kind of maintain them, they will play perfectly fine the song that we have pre-programmed in. Um, dancing's great. We've given you the choreography. If you can perform the choreography, that's great. If you can't perform the choreography, don't fall over, please. That looks bad. And uh, I'm sure you will not be very rated very highly by the audience. Excellent. Cut to Billy crying as Kyoto Joe screams at him for not being able to hit the, the stats for the hundredth time at three AM. Kickball change, Billy. Kickball change. <laughs> Will that be everything? I believe so. Oh, wonderful. What's I'll... our song called? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Fuck, what is your song? <laughs> <laughs> Different option. We offer out a word and we make that the, the name. Okay. Okay. On right. th- so everybody, I'll give you a chance to think of a word and I'll do it on one, two, three. One, two, three. Hegemony. Beans. Glitter. <laughs> Glitter be hegemony. Beans. <laughs> beans. Yeah. Glitter hegemony beans. Okay. It's now the, called Glitter hegemony beans. The, the, the beans of glitter hegemony. <laughs> okay. Jesus. I'm writing that down. Uh, Shanta and Isaac leave the room uh, to give you time to get used to your instruments. Um, and uh, Nano Ranger, you get a phone call. You look at the call reading screen and it's uh, Orpheus. Um, hello? Hi, how are you doing? Did you, did you auto-tune your hello? I mean, I sound, well, I, I think it might be rude of you to call a singer auto-tuned. <laughs> But I'll let that go. Uh, uh, I had a question for you. I heard through Automator, he was a little cagey to say, but then I needled him with Death Trap for about 20 minutes and then he caved. Um, I heard that you guys are going to be performing at Oracle Vision. Yeah. Nice. Um, so uh, when do I get to join in? Immediately, please help. <laughs> I don't know why you sound really cagey about that. You don't sound excited to have me with you. No, but that's too bad because I'm going to be fucking there anyway. No, yeah. it'd be, it'll be really nice to see you. It's been, it's been a while. Oracle is the, the AI we freed, isn't it? Orpheus, yes. Yes, I thought, oh, Oracle, sorry. <laughs> Orpheus. You know, I, I've not seen you since we freed you from, like, enslavement. So it, it'll be nice to see you on a non-work basis. I mean, I've been uh, helping your runs out for quite a while. Uh, Data Montes is a pretty big fan of calling for my help. I think we're good friends now. That's nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you can find a decent computer or a decent server that can handle a fair amount of processing power uh, and leave the address port open for me, I will uh, be with you in about five. I don't know. You're pretty big. Well, then you best find a decent computer. Okay. <laughs> Catch you later. Bye. Oh, no. Ah, right. And then Billy tries to find a computer. Mm. Did you make a perception roll for that? Uh, I mean, I guess... Um, I have su- yeah, actually, let's make a perception roll, I'll roll against you, because oh, I have a suggestion. Oh, I could, like, hack the network to find something big enough hmm. for her. I, I mean, like, searching the internet is, uh, do- oh, you mean trying to, like, search through, like, the arcology to see if you can find something via hacking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go do that. How many successes? Got three successes. Okay, you happy with that level of success? Yeah. Cool. In the nearby vicinity, you basically kind of do a bit of a ping to see how many um, computer systems are connected to um, the Arcology's AR network. And you notice that pretty much all of these instruments are a computer, which makes sense because they play music for you. Um, That makes sense. That makes sense. mm. 
relatively nearby in a stock cupboard, there's a handful of drones, uh, including a humanoid one. Um, you also notice the uh, pads of Shaunta and Isaac also in that room. So they, uh, based on the conversation that they were having earlier about just finding a drone to go and be the fourth player, they seems that they have gone to a stock room to go pull one. Oh, okay. That, that'll totally work. Um, in fact, after a short period of time, um, Shaunta wheels in on a trolley a uh, humanoid looking. It's not like the synthetic bioroids that you see that do surface works, sorry, sur service work that look human human. It's just a humanoid, like, uh, it, would, it, look, it would look closer to, say, C-3PO than a replicant, and uh, puts the bass guitar in its hands and enters some things into uh, her pad, and it kind of, like, rises to life and starts operating it in a very rigid, uh, unenthusiastic manner, is strumming a bass line to the beans of Glitter Hegemony. <laughs> It probably sounds kind of bad. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. It is. It, I will. I will put that to the floor. Is the Beans of Glitter Hegemony a good song? No. 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 Okay. And if you think of the beans as like the magic beans in the Jack and the Beanstalk tale, and then you know it's trying to get that message of like, what would you trade for the magic beans? And has that got anything to do with the hegemony? <laughs> The lyrics are maybe deeper than the instrumentation would suggest. It's like four chord, shouty punk. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they maybe went for a strategy of if they're just louder than the other band, they stand a decent chance of winning. And actually, they did get through to the finals, so even if this song kind of sucks, they're probably good performers. The, the glitter in the title is not metaphorical, however. Mm -hmm. No. It, it, every time the word happens, there is just like a little pfft. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, there's previous kind of like stage promo programming that they've worked on. So the when it is your turn, essentially during the battle, um, the aesthetics match the song you're doing. I don't. I don't think it is punk. I think it's like really, really poppy, and and these 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 people just sold their souls. <laughs> like it's like every every band, no matter how new wave or, or punk or alternative they are has a pop song, mm. at least on, on an album, to get into the charts. Which is maybe why this song is not really that great. They've had to compromise sonically, and as a result, the overall thing has diminished, but it is more marketable. Shanta leaves the room again, and you're like, oh, this is my opportunity. Can you guys make this thing pretty? Of course. I feel like she's going to be pissed if, if she has to walk around in this, like... Can I spend a plot point to call in Priya? To design us. Yeah, go, go give Priya a call. Yeah, there you go. Oh, well, actually, you don't need a plot point for that. Oh, she's right, on your okay. contact okay. list. Okay. Oh, I, okay. I, I just realised that she's on your contact list. She of is, course, yeah. you can call her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would like to call Priya, please. Okay. Uh, are you just doing audio or are you doing some video? I think we should do video. I think she needs to see yeah. what, what she's got to design for. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Priya uh, was... Westwood was the person that you rescued from uh, Lakshmi Smart Fabrics. Uh, in, in that episode, there's a reference to the fact that you were also part of her fan club. So there was the, the fan club Good. did a general money pooling to go rescue her. Um, so you're quite chuffed that she, she's yeah. out and about. She's gone heavy, annoyed that you've gone to get her. She's gone heavy underground, <laughs> but you have her contact deets. <laughs> yeah. so. 
Right, yes, video. I think video, she needs to see what we're doing. Yeah, um, she's lying on a chaise longue <laughs> somewhere. Um, the kind of decor of the room she's in is very Turkish. But there's no one else in but her. She's got one glove on that you recognise as one of the AR gloves that she uses to control um, her fabricator that puts clothes together. Ah, oh, good afternoon. Oh, oh hi. Hi, Pri. How are you Priya, doing? Priya. Shut up. Hi, where are it's you? It's my conversation. It looks really what Turkish. What are you doing? Uh, you know each other? Uh, well, define no. I mean, mm. he's basic, but he did get me out of Lakshmi Smart Fabrics, Yeah, so. I'm, I'm thankful for that, but he uh, basically stalked me on Instagram, and then I turned up for a job, and there he was! <laughs> That's not true. Hmm. Regardless, the reason I'm calling you Prima dear, we need costumes. Oracle Vision, that's my vision. You're on Oracle Vision? I know! Oh my god! I know! <laughs> You've never seen Priya, like, genuinely cheerful or excited in the period of time that you interacted in, interacted with her Nana Ranger. Uh, oh, well, well, that's, like, tomorrow. I know. You How need some shit work? to skip Yes, some... yes, we do. Well, girl, I've got stuff that I can hook you up. Fab. I can get stuff. Oh, oh, I do, I do have people based in they're, they're in cuba for this one aren't yeah, they we're in seattle at the moment so wherever the easiest you to get to it's fine well it probably makes more sense for me to deliver it directly to the venue yes yes oh well I, I i do i do have some careers on 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 call uh us based ones i think i might have one in cuba i can uh i'll, I'll chat to the fans <laughs> I've, I've been talking to the fans since they kind of helped bail me oh. and it turns out they're all super nice oh. Oh, oh, it's nice to people that kind of care about your work and don't shut you up in arcologies for two years. <laughs> she says, smiling. There is no smiling in the eyes. Okay. I so. did think you might want to uh, see what we're working with so you can get the theme. Uh, I'm afraid the theme is a little uh, glitter hegemony beans. Okay. Glitter, I can work with. Mm -hmm. Beans is interesting. Hegemony is also maybe interesting from a fashion perspective, but I'll see what I can do do with that. Nathan doesn't necessarily know what hegemony means. Uh, Alicia doesn't remember either. No, neither do I. You fix the word I thought I was cool. alone in this. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I might Google that later. I didn't know what a coroner was a couple of episodes ago, so I'm willing to be fucking stupid. Um... <laughs> Would you mind like angling, angling your phone so I can see? Ooh, who, who's the one with the hair? My name is Kyoto Joe, and it is a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, hand off to mine. <laughs> oh, believe me, she does not have enough penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't think she knows how to respond to that, but kind of maintains like, oh, that's entirely fine. I, I I don't fuck the people that I clothe. It's uh, an excellent idea. You, I you are but a mannequin for my excellence. <laughs> I will always be a mannequin for any sort of excellence. Oh, delightful. He's a team player. Right. Well, there's something I can Alicia's do with that. Alicia's arms folded like furious. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is getting on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the camera pans are on lols for Nana Rachel's up. Hi, army bikini boy. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? Oh, well, it's good. It's good. There was a little bit of hopping around. I had to leave the country. But hey, France is nice. Got a little hairy back there. I was kind of worried. Mm. Glad to see you're doing okay. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. 
Thank you. I would normally, I, I know that you're, you're a friend of mine, a member of fans. We talked and it was nice to see that you're part of also the fan club, but yep. uh, I would charge you. But since it's a friend and somebody who's prevented me from having uh, my face beaten in by that brute of a man. Plus Oracle, you exposure, my dear. Everyone knows you paid a rent and exposure. Oh. My face in. Oh, if you give, <laughs> if you give the brand a shout out. Goodness, Definitely. goodness, Oracle Vision. Shit, okay, I need time to get to work. I'll, I'll catch you later. Love you, Bree. <laughs> and uh, she, she ends call. Yeah. Um, and during that phone call, uh, Orpheus has finished downloading into the uh, droid, essentially, and is just kind of like inspecting this bass guitar that has been in their hands since they have uh, possessed this droid, being like, this one's kind of cheap, but... I can work with this, I guess, and uh, she, uh, I'm not even going to roll, she just puts down a bass groove at decent speed. Guts are busted all around the room. It keeps. I didn't break it, so sure. Hi. Hey, you made it. Hey. <laughs> Sorry it took a while. It takes quite a bit to kind of transfer overseas. Yeah. So what's the situation? <laughs> well, we're... What kind of band are you? Ahem. Punk. She oh. says cautiously. They put beans in the title of the song, and I'm still trying to figure out what that means. Or a hegemony. I don't know. I've never no. heard the word hegemony before. <laughs> Just in, in character and out. Who the fuck knows what words <laughs> even mean now? Um, okay, punk. <laughs> Just um, out. There's a decent, de decent effort. Okay. Mm, mm, the speakers on this are mediocre, but we can, we can, we can, we can work with that. I fear not. It's not a punk song. It's more punk via selling one's creative soul for oh, glory. Oh, it's, it's corporate pop. Yeah. I mean... But Oracle Vision! But Oracle Vision is pretty good. I mean, I'm just happy to kind of see the experience firsthand. It was in my databanks about three of the uh, pop stars that make up my brain taping had been to Oracle Vision previously, so I sort of remember the general experience and the kind of the handful of acts that have previously appeared, so I guess I can be your informant. We, we could do it. Do you have any, like, songs that aren't going on to your stuff right now? You could just do it. We could do your song. Oh, mmm, uh, that might be, mm, I'm kind of laying low at the moment. I've been, for some reason, making songs for me, and like, Automator asked if he could listen to one, and then on reflex, I fried the server that we were in. So apparently I can't give my music to other people right now. So uh, until I work out what the fuck's wrong with that, I'm going to just play this one. Oh, that's okay. I just thought I could be like, time to shine. Yay. Yeah, it seems that process of quote unquote freeing her has freed her, but there's been some complications to that process. It oh was no. a big dirty hack on the fly. Oh no! <laughs> My heart's broken. Choices. Um, <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I think I ripped, I think I physically ripped what she was in out of the wall. Uh, so, uh, at the time the neon hand um, did a, a dirty hack to try and break the um, contract oh, that yeah. she was programmed the, the under out. Yeah. yeah and with cool visuals and all that shit and then you literally like ripped up the server and left the building with it i didn't know how to hack at the time to be fair <laughs> <laughs> nice. um yeah so okay uh there's not really much that you else need to do today you've got 
Orpheus, who's available to help you. Uh, you have your basic dance and song routines down. Uh, you have your instruments, and once you arrive, you'll have new outfits. So we cut to a uh, sweeping over over this like an aerial shot of uh, Sunshine Stadium in uh, Cuba, owned by uh, NBN. It is massive. It's like football stadiums plus. There's a big raised podium in the middle with more, so many decks of seats sitting around it. And there's, there's uh, people have already started filing in. The people who've paid through the most VIP tickets have already started to find their seats. Additional cameras that are, bro that are broadcasting immersive VR to the rest of the world on incredibly pay-per-view. We are, we are this, this shot cuts to a private green room. Um, it says uh, on the door outside, um, maximum neon crush. And the door opens to kind of reveal the place that you've been set up in. It's comfortable. Sofas, wardrobe, um, the clothes seem to have been delivered in advance and I'll let you decide what kind of things Priya has sent to you. Mine is just full-on Judas Priest singer, Rob Halford style, leathers and studs mm -hmm. and military cap, sunglasses, and I've given myself a full-on handlebar moustache where it's in unicorn colours. <laughs> Beautiful. What are you wearing? Uh, I, okay. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do two things here, if that's all right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna describe my outfit, and I've, I've done something to the arms. Okay. Visually. So, um, in the last episode that Billy was in, he was given um, these sleeves that improved his muscle reflexes. Yes. That he obviously doesn't mechanically have anymore because I'm being unfair. Mm. Um, but when he um, got the them back home, he kind of um, started to incorporate that into the scarf mm -hmm. and the arms of it, so that. Um, these sleeves are kind of, this smart fabric is kind of, um, uh, what's the word, implement itself around the arms of the scarf to become like a black sleeve around it. Mm -hmm. So for all intents and purposes, it's essentially a stealth mode. Okay. Not, not stealth as in adds any dice, but makes it look black. Yeah. And then if it's on while he uses the arms, it can, you can see like the ripples of the translucent, like the um, sparkly kind of green mm -hmm. through it. If the helmet comes back over, that's still just the translucent sparkly green stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but he's got like, kind of black, black kind of scarf arms now that can ripple. Nice. Um, but on, that's what he's got on top, and it goes nicely with his costume, um, which is somehow um, smart fabric that depicts um, a night sky of stars, like mm -hmm. the cosmos. But um, but when he moves, the image is static, so like he's moving through. Ah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like um, if you've read Karen Gillan's run of Young Avengers, like Wiccan's kind of costume that he gets. Yes, I get you. Papaya is wearing a ball gown entirely covered in feathers. Okay. Each feather individually lights up and is also covered in crystals. And she has animatronic four-foot wings, which flap. Yes. Oh in pure white as well. Oh, shit. <laughs> How did she put that together in a day and send it to This woman's a miracle worker. <laughs> She may ask for a favour later. Yeah, I'm certain she will. Mm. Um, Orpheus is like, well, um, the drone's fine. I don't really care what the drone looks like, to be honest. But if I project an AR, or if there's kind of like AR cameras looking at me, I kind of feel that I shouldn't look like I normally do. I've been operating a little covert since... Um, I started working for the Phantom Arts Entertainment. Um, so if there's like an alternate disguise that you think I should take while 
while uh, as an AI on stage, I am happy to embody. Full on Sid Vicious, but a la Gene Simmons. It's like a mesh of Gene Simmons and Sid Vicious, but in the most garish colours. How crusty is this part, Sid Vicious part? Not too crusty. Not too crusty. Okay. I, I think I, I think I can visualize how that's supposed to be. Cool. So this is like um, genderfuck Sid Vicious Gene Simmons. Yes. Um, she uh, adapts to, um, you, you kind of collectively help um, design the process. It's part paint program, part active coding, and you all work together to kind of get the, the, the um, it just right. Papaya's sense of aesthetics kind of help bring it all bring it all together so it's consistent and um, stylistically appropriate to the rest of the things that you, you were wearing. Um, after a while, there's a uh, knock on the door to the green room. Who is it? Uh, inside uh, steps a really nerdy lady with brown hair pulled into a very, very tight ponytail, very thick glasses, and is wearing a, refer a referee outfit and a clipboard. The referee outfit has uh, got a weird cut because this is the future. It looks like it's got, it looks like it's got coattails, even though it's like a referee t-shirt, so it's got a level of like stage theatrical artifacts, like she's part ringleader, part referee. Oh, that's sick. And uh, she she pushes up her glasses with one finger. They glint. <sighs> right, uh, you are the last band for the final. Uh, I am here to give you your full briefing of how this works before you go on stage. My name is Taylor Call. You've probably all read this in the previous briefing guides, and since this is the final, you already know how those battles operate. But I am uh, on a bound to the NBN to explain all this properly because we can't have any fuck-ups. So, <sighs> I guess I uh, will explain to you how these battles work. And she um, lays her clipboard flat and it projects like a large AR. Uh, almost like whiteboard in front of her while she explains the rules to the game. Participants are equipped with replicas of their standard performance armor and show weaponry. These weapons are inherently non-lethal, but can be augmented on the fly in response to audience votes. The aim of the battle is to have the most banked popularity at the end of the battle performance, successfully landing attacks, performing well slash stylishly, and defeating opponents gains popularity. An Oracle Vision battle performance takes place over multiple rounds. Intro, first verse, first chorus, second verse, and the final chorus. Each round, all participants get an action. In addition to the kind of actions you expect to make in combat, you can also appeal to the crowd. You are likely to earn more popularity than if you just land an attack, but no damage is dealt. At the end of the round, any popularity you have accrued is banked and cannot be lost. But when you perform an action before you make your roll, you can choose to give your action popularity power. This will bank any unbanked popularity your band has accrued in that round, and you will roll d6 equal to the number of popularity points banked. The number of hits will determine the degree of additional effects given. This roll can be augmented by edge and glitch dice. The band with the most popularity at the end of the song, or being the last band standing, is the winner. Billy has a nosebleed from all the matter. <laughs> She gives no fucks. <laughs> she <laughs> she uh, uh, puts her finger up and to her glasses again and they glint. We are very thorough. What does she mean rolling? What the fuck is a D6? <laughs> What's a D6? <laughs> I am, I am going to have to learn by doing. Okay. 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 That's just me. Okay. 
Um, she said, okay, no other questions, wonderful. Well, uh, we have uh, looked at the uh, inventory list that you have sent of the weaponry that you normally use. We like to make sure that everybody is well equipped with what they use in their performance battles. So, uh, and um, just because I don't necessarily have an encyclopedic knowledge of the weapons that you all normally carry with you, basically you would um, get one rental melee and one rental ranged. If you have a ranged weapon, you might not. How do my blades work? You are given gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get to attack with my blades at all. You use your gloves as the blades. Oh, right, they still work as they, blades. Okay, basically, okay. Your, your weapons have been replaced, so okay. you've been given these gloves that will act as your we gotcha. weapons for you. Gotcha. I think I've used that trident once. And the other times it has just hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got my big hammer and my taser. So that's all good. Sure. Do you want to take your flashbang or your light pistol in? I think I'll take my flashbang. I think that's a lot more theatrical. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I can't fire a gun anyway. They give you like a weird looking white egg looking thing and she's like, no, it's a grenade. It's just augmented when required. Fab. I think they hand Billy his, um, his trident. Um, well, a trident because he made his own and it's telescopic mm. and this one isn't. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of like nudges Kieran and goes, it's not even telescopic. This is my hammer. <laughs> I've got like, gloves. <laughs> I've got mittens! <laughs> We're better than this. Everyone's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, please don't cheat. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. Things might go around. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you're all kind of invited to what looks like a dining room space with a large, big window that gives you a view of the uh, normal battlefield. Um, Is there a crowd around it? You can see, you look below. Right, You're okay. quite high up, it okay. seems. And you look below and you can see that there's like a large amount of crowds in the rows beneath you. You basically have the skybox seating. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of different bands um, being set up there. Is it, is it fair to say that this event still has like a, a very big uh, fan base in the LBGTQ plus community? Wonderful. Absolutely. Incredibly so. Yes. Good, good, good. Why do you think this is part of the, <laughs> the, this is the thing that I am running? Uh, this, if this show is one thing, it is incredibly obnoxiously queer. Uh, <laughs> uh, I spent a plot point to have previously spoken to someone and bribed them to bring me a massive rider of just an obnoxious amount of flowers and popcorn. Sure. So that that arrives as I walk. It's like, oh, I see my rider is arriving. <laughs> No one else has a rider, and I just get this massive <laughs> amount of stuff and just yes, sit you got there. a rider? Would you like some popcorn? You, yeah. Well, thank you for bringing me flowers. Yeah, exactly. It's for, it's for the band. It's for the band. got some peanut butter on that rider. There is a yes. uh, there is a very tall, thin guy in about their fifties with heavily slicked back hair, and they look sideways at you, and they are so angry. <laughs> It's working. It seems that there are a lot of bands here. Um, looking outside, you see a massive kind of Jumbotron that has the tournament bracket available. And it seems that they have already established um, who's going up against who. And on the list for round one, Gaiatronics, which is what you guys, you guys are representing, are going up against Horizon. Hasbiroid are going up against Ares Macro Technology. Mitsuhama are going up against As Technology. And Cadence Bank are going up against NBN. Um, it seems that all the bands that are in the finals are in this skybox and milling around. There's a, a gentle kind of like whir clinking sound as uh, Orpheus Bot uh, walks up beside you and like, psst, psst, if you need the lowdown on anybody who's here, I, I think I have 
I remember most of them, so I can give you a little bit of the inside track on. Uh, we, I think we might be the first up, so I probably will probably only have time for a little bit of info dump on one of them before we uh, go go to battle. Zeke, is Zeke there? Do I know he's there? Uh, oh yeah, fucking hell. Make yeah. an exception check. <laughs> uh, three. Apparently it didn't have much of an impact on me. Three's pretty good. Um, yeah, so there is like a crowd of moody teenagers over in one room, over in one corner of the room, uh, bustling or playing on their phones and generally being kind of bored. And there is an incredibly nervous dwarf with a gigantic pink mohawk. Hey, it's you! I know! Oh my god, it's you! Shit! Um, shall I even be seen? Well... Don't worry, it's alright! <laughs> he looks around for somebody and then breathes a sigh of relief. It's like, Nyla's not here, it's okay, we're going. <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm not going to rap this time either, don't worry. I won't oh, thank put you that again. I just wanted to say hello to you, my love, and let you know that I don't mean anything personal by it when I destroy you in a few minutes. <laughs> he sweats. <laughs> he just visibly sweats. It's like, oh, wait, are you guys Gaiatronics? Hi! <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm here to do my best. I'm here to do Horizon Proud. I did win the accolade of joining these guys. I guess I do have the highest Horizon line score with under one year of tenure. That's a really specific category for them to put somebody in this role. But okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I can't control these teens. These teens are wild. I think as you as you kind of like under your breath like threaten this guy, the the focus kind of goes in the background as Billy's going around. Like, Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you. Good luck out there. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> um, yeah, at, at three, that's all the people that you see in 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 the look around. But there is uh, there is a bing 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 bing. We are now ready for Gaiatronics versus Horizon. All of you, please make your way to the main stage. So, as these horde of teens and Zeke all shuffle out the main door first. Yeah, I think I think Billy kind of... Kia Ojo goes past him, mm. and Papaya goes past him, and he stops dead on the edge of this like stage, frozen with fear, and starts... <laughs> Because he's looking in the audience and he can just see Cool Deep stood there. Now, Cool Deep isn't there. Why are you see... making this dark? No, well, he's, he's, he's like, the last time he got, he got on the stage, he, he got beat mercilessly with an inch of his life. And so he's got this kind of like, sweating like really profusely. Mm -hmm. And all he can see is this like. He had shades on, didn't he? When we saw uh, yeah, I called probably had shades. Yeah, he was like, a big, beefy dude in the turban and the beard. Yeah, just this giant guy in the audience, like looking directly at him, hyperventilating still. And then, as as he's like hyperventilating, someone else catches his eye in the audience. There's like mm -hmm. just like the most beautiful boy he's ever seen, just kind of tall, dark hair, blue eyes, and the breathing just gets slower. And the, the, the image just kind of gets a little hazy. And he, no, I can do this. And walks out. Do it for him.
Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency, a Eurovision special. I apologize that the release of this episode is intersecting with the Talent Agency B-side episodes of Axon Punk. Both of these missions are super important to me, and I absolutely had to get this episode up to follow Eurovision week. As such, this session will release alternately with the Axon Punk one, before returning to our normal pattern of episode releases. That I've added in all new battle mechanics to Shadowrun Anarchy for this mission is weird and exciting, and I hope you enjoy our adventure through it. Now, back to the show. Um, so on, there is a podium, or actually it's an entirely flat arena, um, and a lady in a bright pink business suit walks out. Um, she has a very, um, severe haircut of dark blue to one side, and, um, she gestures out wide to the audience. She's like, welcome! And a gigantic AR projection of her also gestures her arms out to the side like a deity has appeared in the arena and the the arena warps slightly to elevate her as she addresses the crowd. I am your host for the Oracle Vision Contest Finals, Naomi Logan! It's a pleasure to meet all of the beautiful, beautiful faces. You have met Naomi Logan before, Papaya. She employed you. To do the gig last time on behalf of NBN. It seems that in addition to being a Mr. Johnson for NBN, she's also an events presenter? How do you do both of those things and keep them both separate? You will never know. She is apparently quite good at her job on multiple levels. We have a delightful lineup for all of you boys and girls in the non-binary today. Oh, it's such a delightful competition that I, 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 can't, I can't wait to see all these noble people a battle for accolade and fame, especially our band. Our band is clearly the best one. There's polite laughter in the general audience. But first, I guess I have to go and introduce our first two acts. First of all, we have to go and introduce the holier-than-thou who love to holler, the Horizon Community Choir. And everybody kind of like... Uh, 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 applauds as uh, Zeke and all these rowdy teens step past you onto this big white disc that as they all get on there's a tchunk as it moves away from this raised platform in the skybox that you're at and descends slowly diagonally onto the main stage in the middle while everybody's just kind of like politely applauding um, Orpheus uh, nudges uh, Kyoto Joe in the ribs. Psst, psst. I, I think I have a bit of info on them, if if that's something that you guys need to know. Yes, definitely. So, um, Horizon tend to do the same thing every year. Uh, they do like a Children of the World style ballad that for most people is the prime opportunity to get up and use the bathroom, so they're not super popular. Um, yes, that sounds ghastly. Yeah. Um, it's usually somewhere between 10 to 20 like kids that have reached out to local communities to go and really put cool. on stage um, and then to as like a reward for their like new best employee I think it's like somebody within one year who has a really high rating they tend to be like the lead singer and that goes variably it turns out that being good at your job doesn't necessarily make you a good performer even if you work for a media megacorp. So, 
Uh, it seems that you knew the guy, though. Yeah, Zeke. Cool guy. Hang out with him a few weeks ago. DJ. Salsa murders with him. Usual bish bosh. Murders, huh? <laughs> Neat. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... As they, they kind of take their positions on, on stage, um, in various instruments that they're ready, they're all like holding microphones. Or, um, Zeke actually has what looks like turntables, but also looks like it fires saw blades. It's like a gun deck. It's the wild, wild west. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Naomi Logan, uh, after they've settled themselves into place. And they're going up against the metal bands who are barely hanging on. Maximum Neon Crush! And uh, you are also then kind of ushered to step into this platform as, the, as it slowly descends down to the stage. People are applauding. They're applauding a little more enthusiastically than they are for the Horizon team. Is as we go down to the stage, is there any sort of um, like pyrotechnic splitter cannons? Oh around? yeah, there's pyrotechnics around the edge of the stage. Your half of the stage is firing glitter. Um, there's a big AR that so maximum neon crush, and it's got like a it's like showing like a promo video of all of them kind of like being real hype. None of them look like any of you because they clearly haven't had time to go through and record one. So. I grab one of the glitter cannons off the stage and just start spraying the audience and the choir from Horizon with it. Oh, okay. Um, you're going to have to roll for that. Uh, go and give me what kind of roll would you like to use for that? Um, strength? You're just going to make a straight up fucking strength roll. Mm -hmm. All right, go for it. Uh, three successes. It doesn't, it doesn't quite make it. You start to get it to judder, to turn in the right direction against the kind of pre-programmed direction it's firing, and you kind of spray it in glitter rains down. Um, actually, on top of all three of you, like little rain effects on you, and it looks pretty neat. That'll do! I would like to add that I'm basically eye-pointing at Zeke and leering at him. <laughs> Zeke is still sweating. <laughs> Even though you are like a decent distance away, you can tell he is very, very nervous. Papaya. Yeah. Papaya, what are you looking at? Papaya. He's like waving his hand in front of your face. You don't what hear do you him. I'm just elbowing you away from ow, me. Ow. Oh, is everybody ready? Three, two, one! Get each other up! And um, uh, all of you go make agility rolls to see whether you go for before the other people. I think I might go first. Okay. <laughs> How many hits? Five. Okay! Cool. Yeah, I rolled one. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the teens look bored as they start to kind of wind themselves up into the positions that they've rehearsed to start performing in. But you guys don't give a fuck about that, so you're already leaping into the fray. I would like to start off with a flashbang, if I may. Directly okay. at the choir. Yeah, you you're directing at the choir. Oh god, <laughs> that that might do a lot. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, go. I like to, in a threatening way, not a violent way. I'm basically just being ahead of them, so they're scared. Oh, no. the, like, oh so um, how are you, trying, are you trying to get, you're landing it in front of them rather than yeah. in the posse? Yeah, in front of them. Okay, that's fine. Um, I won't go full frontal. <laughs> um, you don't have thrown weapons as a skill. No, I don't. So give me just a straight agility roll, I guess. Do I also get my extra dice for being on a stage? You do. I do. I guess you also get your one plot point per battle <laughs> of being up on the stage. So three, three hits there. Um, they also land three hits, so the attack goes through. Okay, so describe describe the effect of you throwing the grenade. So uh, glitter 
pours up from the stage. There is also papaya themed confetti in it. Mm-hmm. Her logo in mirror confetti as well. So it does sparkle beautifully. And it catches a few of them in the hair and sort of getting caught in them, messing up the look of their outfits. And they're generally sort of cowering back a bit. Because mm-hmm. the intent of this is just to scare them a bit, not to okay, actively cool. hurt them. So they're, they're cowering for the life. Yeah. Um, the, the, you kind of land in a way where the front row, you manage to, they've, they've split themselves into little little groups and you manage to um, launch it into a group of three um, or immediately in front of the group of three they look one of them looks up from their phone they're still using their phone even while on stage and it just gets them in the eyes and like ah and uh, three of them are blinded currently Ooh. yeah um... oh as you land that hit and they blind themselves the audience cheer and you get one popularity point nice seeing the the full frontal attack is hyping the crowd a little bit Kyoto goes to the side of the stage towards the crowd mm. and starts amping them up and starts clapping, getting them okay. getting right into it. Uh, what kind of role do you want to make to, to hype the crowd? Uh, oh, God, my charisma's awful. Yeah, please do not make a charisma role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, full-on 80s, 90s breakdance battle dancing okay. in front of the crowd and working my way round to in front of the choir to just end with a full chest tap, bring it on style. Alright, yeah. Skip back Give me an, an agility plus charisma roll for, for that. Still a great one. Uh, you get plus two because this is choreography. I am going to edge. <laughs> there we go. Four. Four. Yeah, crowd's hyped. Um, you gain. <laughs> Two popularity points, and the crowd goes wild. So let's do Nana Ranger. So with his like three fretted guitar, mm-hmm. he's going to move, move like take. He's got one arm on like the middle neck mm-hmm. and moves his hand up as if to tune it, but really is going for like the deck that's part of his suit mm-hmm. uh, to kind of program the arms to do the the two arms that he's got to kind okay. of the two uh, side arms not side arms scarf arms mm. to work the other two frets uh, I guess that's a hacking check yes go for it I got two hits and I think I'm going to spend an edge okay uh, he's just kind of looking at that like semi hallucination of cool deep like breathing deeply trying to trying to do this uh, three hits three then, hits and then kind of like concentrates on the boy okay and then he's like playing to him yeah yeah, uh, yeah. You, you. Uh, the the crowd are amused by your forearm guitar playing, and um, are, are clapping in, in appreciativeness. The uh, uh, Orpheus does backing bass for yeah. you to keep pace for you because your your tempo is all over the place. Yeah. So yeah. um, and they start kind of clapping along to the rhythm of your song. All right, Zeke. Um, <laughs> he. It's like, okay, okay, uh, let's do this. And he moves forward in front of, of, the, of the various, of the various uh, teens and uh, looks at Kyoto Joe yeah, yeah. making eye contact and starts to um, do some fierce scratches on these gaps. And um, there's something in the sound of it that like sounds weird to you and it's uncomfortable and go make a logic plus will roll two successes two successes yeah 
He rolled no successes. So you said we did teamwork as well. Could I sort of let him know what we found out about what they were doing there? Uh, yeah, you can absolutely tell him. Yeah, they have basically um, like mind control tapes there. So he's most likely using some. We got rid of the dangerous monster, didn't we? Uh, yes. The two that Derek Cochran made. Yeah. Um, you kept one, and they kept one. Right. Good. Okay. You destroyed yeah. the one that you have. Okay. So. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. While while um while Zeke was playing music at you, you you felt like you were um you didn't feel like fighting anymore, but you like shook your head, being like, "No, nah, fuck that." So the backing chorus, the uh, seven who are not currently going, oh god, my eyes, um, all like look at all three of you and make a negotiate roll. Okay, uh, so you got five player. How many did Kyoto Joe get? Two. How many did Nana oh, Ranger? Sorry, get? I didn't roll. What were we <laughs> <laughs> um, logic plus charisma. Two, three, four, five. Damn. <laughs> okay, um, they look pleadingly at all three of you. <laughs> Nana Ranger uh, counter to type doesn't care <laughs> um, with two hits Kyoto Joe um, feels like you don't really want to hurt them I think back to my children at the dance studio yeah. my, my uh, lip quivers for a second and then Papaya just hits me in yeah. the face <laughs> <laughs> you do, uh, so Kyoto Joe will deal minus two damage until the end of their next turn um how many did you roll again, Papaya? Five. Four. Five. Four or five. They rolled four, so uh, you you match. You also don't feel particularly moved. That was a particularly unhype move, so the crowd doesn't really respond. <laughs> At the end of the match, you have gained one, two, three, four, five popularity points. Horizon have gained none. <laughs> you move on to the first verse. Go ahead. Who wants to attack first? With the with the nano arms, uh, kind of pull the guitar off me like I'm really bad at this, and just hook it at the DJ ducks. Okay, uh, so you're do you have thrown weapons? Uh, I don't. Have so that's thrown. an agility roll for you. Yeah, uh, I got one <laughs> hit. I'm actually this is too cool and move not to spend edge on. Okay, so I'm gonna spend edge on it, which I'll regret later. Another two hits, so I got three. Three hits. He rolled no hits. Um, <laughs> so as the guitar flies through the air and it's spinning yeah. uh, horizontally as it moves in, um, some of the kids take notice that you're deciding to attack Zeke directly, and they may they make an agility roll. That's fair. I'm going to inadvertently hurt children, and then I'm going to cry. <laughs> uh, they rolled uh, three, which exceeds his um, roll of none, and leap in the way of the attack. Oh no! What um, the children? That guitar being thrown probably does like a baseline of say four damage. So you hit two kids with it and they <laughs> fall prone. I, I think Billy's hands go over his face Macaulay Culkin style mm -hmm. and then the scarf hands go over those hands and he's like, <laughs> no! <laughs> Um, the audience applauds at this uh, Don't applaud that! At this Don't unique use, that. use of attack and give you two popularity points for doing something unusual. He's like, he's just, he's just like, putting his arms like, in like the no No! No! <laughs> like. Okay. I am going to start voguing my way over to Zeke. Uh-huh. Yes. My knife hands are out. Do you think we get, do we get to the extra fancy for this? Yes, um, so you get to describe the, the, the more badass your attack, the more points you get. 
you can also augment your role with by spending popularity points. You currently have a pool of two. I'm going to spend the popularity points, please. Okay, so you're going to do your Vogue walk up. Yes, I'm Vogue walking up. My knives are out. They are literally covered in glitter. Mm-hmm. They are sparkling. They're also making music. They're, they're like, they've got their own oh, like, background like, harmony. As they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they like tuning fork as you swipe and through the air. I go up to go stab Zeke in the face. Okay. In a Vogue-like manner. So you are banking your two popularity points. So before anything else, go and roll two popularity dice. Any fives or sixes? Five. You get one. Um, yeah, those knives come out way longer. Awesome. Uh, go make your attack roll. How yeah. many rolls did you land? Uh... Seven. Seven. Uh, I think I may have beaten. <laughs> yeah, uh, you hit in excess of three. Um, the kids, no, they only do it once. They can only do it once per once per <clears throat> turn. So yes, it's for the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, like Zeke takes the attack. Uh, what's the base damage of your claws? Um, plus three and takes seven damage. <laughs> you claw into his armor and you shred the outfit that he's wearing. He's still wearing battle armor underneath, as all of, as all of you are. Um, but yeah, he takes damage from that attack, but his armor is toast. Um, crowd loves it and give you, uh, you rock really high, give you two popularity points. So I'm going to go to the drum kit mm-hmm. and I'm going to take one of the crash symbols off it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to slowly walk over to Zeke and drop the symbol and hammer it into his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, okay. How many hits? Two. Are you happy with that level of success? Yes, I'm not spending my last point of it. Cool. Um, I spend a plot point. The kids look alarmed and try to jump on you to get in the way of the attack. So they were able to do as a special ability outside of using plot points, but Ooh. these guys are gonna get in the way. So what's the base damage of your hammer? Um, five points. Yeah, five you points. Um, clong your hammer into a whole bunch of them and uh, knock out two of them. Uh, there are six kids left, three who are blinded, three who are not, who aren't. Satman uh, <laughs> style. Kapow! <laughs> Slap! Um, <laughs> kids. Kids! <laughs> Unconscious! That's Don't the point. That. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, 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 the audience are, are pleased at this level of bloodshed and give you a popularity point. The audience really, really don't like kids. No. <laughs> they just want to see a fight and they also are really like sick of crappy ballads. Nah, so they don't want to listen to these guys no more. They're actually kind of sounding quite feeble at this point. Um, it's the kids' turn and they all um, jump onto... Uh, they jump onto Kyoto Joe yeah. and start to try and like dog pile hammer away at you. <laughs> they uh, attack you essentially twice. Cool. Three successes. Uh, you dodge the first hit, or block the first hit, I guess, because you're just a big beefy guy. Mm-hmm. Three successes again. Uh, you match, so that goes through, and you take two points of damage. Basically, you take no points of damage because you have damage reduction too. Yeah, I have bone lacings, which is minus three to damage, and toughness, which is minus one, so I take no damage. Yeah, you take, you take absolutely no damage. <laughs> um, a, a, a bunch of kids jump on you and start wheeling fists, and you just kind of like shrug them off. I don't, I don't think I understand. What, You're mushing my hair. I don't think I didn't think I understood what Kyoto Joe was before. And I thought you were like a charisma physical tank. You no, you're a tank, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I love tank. this. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the audience are entirely unimpressed. Um, Zeke um, looks at uh, Nana Ranger after 
Actually, you landed damage papaya. So, uh. Missy see... looks at uh, Nana Radio briefly, Nana like, looks left and right <laughs> and ducks, and then he goes, uh, looks yeah. at papaya. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you, you point at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just point at <laughs> he, 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 he kind of smiles apologetic, apologetically. It's like, I'm so sorry. And, uh, fires a, a razor edged LP at you. Uh, he has firearms three, because he's actually crap with firearms. <laughs> What's the LP? I I don't know. I think no. it's just a blank one. Okay. Well, it's ones with subacoustics on him, but he has a whole bunch, so he doesn't need. He doesn't need it. It's regret. It says a regret. On yes. It. Yes. Uh, and he fires that at you. You can still dodge out the way. It's agility plus logic. Four. Four. Um, he only rolled two, so you kind of like duck as the uh, LP goes. Over can you. I raise my blade head up and just cut the LP in half as it comes past me? If you spend a full point, you can. Yeah. You just slice that disc and then <laughs> <laughs> it splits into two and lands on the ground. And Zeke looks very disappointed. Uh, right. Regret. Yeah. The, your points are now banked. You are now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten to none. Uh, they are doing miserably. Uh, so you guys go for it. Considering that I just got dogpiled by all of these children, uh -huh. and I, I'm assuming that they're still just on me, just like trying to hammer away. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick two of them up and just try and smash them together. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, that will only take two of them out of the combat, but it will probably be the bloodlust that the audience loves. <laughs> um, I think that's like, like a strength check, actually, that's to go in. Oh, no. <laughs> I rolled one. Uh, they rolled none. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, you just clong them together and put those two kids out of combat. And then just hold both of them up to the crowd. <laughs> are you not entertained? <laughs> they, are entertained. <laughs> they are entertained and give you one popularity point. <laughs> They're now down to four kids. <laughs> I'm getting to into this. That's the point of this game. <laughs> Please enjoy the bloodlust. Can I appeal to the audience via the medium of conning them? Uh, okay, what do you want to try and do? I'm going to say, come on, Jeff, we got presents for you! Okay, uh, so you're you're doing like an Oprah? Yes. And then kind of like, hey, if you cheer for us! Exactly, you get a car, you get a car, you don't actually get cars. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, go yeah. make a... You're just throwing like dinkies. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to <laughs> like papaya, like business cards. Go, go, go make a con roll. Can I roll a glitch side, please? Uh, you can spend a plot point to roll a glitch die, sure. Uh, sure. I'm not quite sure how that will work, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll, 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 see how that goes. we'll see how that goes. Nothing happens. Anyway. <laughs> uh, you don't enthuse the audience. No. They're like, <laughs> they're, they are not in the mood for product placement. Now is the time for battle. There are four kids left. And the, the guy. I'm and there. Zeke, DJ Lil Z Rigel. DJ Lil Z, right, okay. Um, I think I'm just going to, because the crowd's really up in bloodlust, I'm going to. Try to non-lethally uh, take out at least two of these kids. Uh, All of this is non-lethal. No, I no, I know. I'm just I'm making sure the audience knows I'm not just hitting kids. Uh, <laughs> well, y you are. <laughs> they seem to love I, it. I know well. that. I'm justifying it for Billy. Wait, are the ones left blind? <laughs> no, um, oh. the turn has came back round, so they've got full vision again. So I'm just going to use my two attacks, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, cool. I'm, I'm just going to be like. Your community outreach program really sucks. <laughs> and then, and then, like hammers down on one of them while also handing them a leaflet for the Manchester Youth Center that he works at. <laughs> um, so that's close combat, then, yeah. Yep. Uh, I got two hits on that one. 
that matches. What's the base damage? Uh, the base damage of my punch is five stun damage. You knock out two of them. <laughs> right, that's fine. I think I think I kind of like uh, the, with a nano arm, kind of like flexes. You see some of the green through the black. Mm. Whips round super fast, like catches under his leg and throws one of the kid. Whips back around and throws the kid into the other kid. Yeah, they like go down like first. skittles. Yeah, uh, and I use my other attack now. Yep. <laughs> These two kids look scared. They are. They they realize that this is a losing fight. Uh, I rolled one two hits. Not great. Uh, yeah, they dodged that. that no, that's one. okay. I, yeah, got a bit cocky. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, the audience are a little disappointed you didn't finish them off and only give you one popularity point. Don't cheer this! <laughs> is that all of you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> DJ Lil Z is like, oh my god, this is this is not this is not going well, um, and backs off um, to far range. Um, and additional speakers come out the side of the decks, and he's trying to blast all of you at once with subliminal subacoustics to make a logic plus will. I would like a glitch though. Okay, uh, here you go. I got four hits. One. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> so something unfortunate happens to you. How many put? How many? Okay, so we'll go. Uh, we'll do you last since yeah. you clearly had something interesting going. Papaya, how many hits? Three. Nana Ranger, how many hits? Four. Okay. Um, so, Nana Ranger, uh, having seen this kind of happen before and have the explanation, you kind of cover your ears and nothing really happens. Papaya, you don't really feel like fighting. Yeah, you'd be minus two on attack rolls. You've rolled two fewer dice. Um, I rolled <laughs> two. two. Yeah. And a glitch die. Yeah. You just don't want to fight anymore. You sit down. Excellent. <laughs> cool. It's comfy. Uh, what? <laughs> the um, kids, against better judgment, decide that this is the time to kind of take advantage of somebody who's not fighting anymore and start trying to curb stomp you while you're sitting on the floor. Oh no! <laughs> um, they only make the one attack roll because there's barely any of them left. Why are they dragging uh, them to the stage? Four successes. They just bounce off your armor. They're doing nothing. <laughs> Just converse bouncing little, off little high armor. Massive orc tank bouncy castle. With three kids <laughs> yeah. This is like the audience are now that your your points are banked. You are now at like twelve points. The audience is starting to look bored with this fight now. No, it's really one sided, and it's quite obvious who's going to win, and they're not really paying much attention. See you guys. Okay. How many of them are left now? Uh, there are two kids and Zeke. You are now on to the uh, second verse. You are almost at the end of the fight. How far, is, how far is Zeke away from us? So they are far, so you would need to move twice to get too close. Can I can I feasibly in one turn try and rip one off and hook it at him in an explosion of glitter? Uh, you can, that will be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> could you not hack the Orse glitter cannon? Oh no, I could hack the glitter cannon! I keep forgetting that. <laughs> We've also got Orpheus as well. Yeah, okay. She's just playing base. Okay, so I'm going to try and hack all the glitter cannons to turn on him and blast him off the stage with the force of the That's going to be fucking difficult. Let's go. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I might... Fuck it, I'll spend the glitch die as well. Pop oh, point for a glitch die, rather. Cool. Three hits. Yes. I'm going to roll my glitch die. Nah, it's a two. That happens out of that. Okay. Uh, you try to break into the cannons and override their movement systems and it's... Trying to get all of them to do it is yeah. not a thing. No. Um, okay. so trying to do it simultaneously means you're operating against multiple different firewalls at once and it's not having it. 
Um, you can, you manage to get one near the lights behind him, and it fires glitter into the back of his head. I think it's like been used already. It's just like poof. <laughs> it deals him one point of damage. Okay, then yeah, I'll take that. Glitter damage. Yeah, it's uh, an itch. Unfortunately, the audience don't care. Come on! They're what? really unhyped at this point. This has been such a one-sided curb stomp that they're that, not they're not hungry for this anymore. That was cool. <coughs> Hitting kids is not cool. Cheer the clear Kyoto. thing. Kyoto, can I propose that we do a joint dance together to appeal to the audience? Yes, I'm always up for dancing. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, tell me what kind of roles you want to do. And I usually set like dancing, running, walking, and stuff that's like agility plus charisma. So, and you get Plus bonuses two. as your yeah. as your as uh, choreography yeah, as your strong go. point. Three successes for me. Can, can I also have like, a glitch as well? All right. <laughs> but, but, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to finish this. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. Nothing happens out of that. So you had okay. So that's nine, nine hits in total. Um, talk about this dance between the two of you. Well, you've got the line dancing. <laughs> okay. I was going with full on dirty dancing, you have giant automatic wings. We could do that, but I like the fact that when you can finish finish with a death drop, but line dancing. Can we can we do that? But to the song Where Did You Come From? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Kyoto Joe? Yes. Yes. Um Orpheus starts playing out on bass for you. <laughs> I think, I think there's, there's a TV turns on in someone's home at this exact moment, and there's a guy with a very thick Yorkshire accent who's like, Bloody hell! <laughs> Cross promotions. Um, the audience go ham for that one, you get three popularity points out. It's just really in a cut line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kyoto Joe! <laughs> uh, yeah, then it's like the kids and Zeke's turn. <laughs> and they, oh god. Um, Zeke is like now desperate to try and put some points on the board and uh, moves into uh, near range and not far and uh, tries to fire um, some shots at Papaya from, from the uh, vinyl launcher. They spend a plot point to roll a glitch die. Four hits for me. Um, they just rolled the one hit, but oh. they rolled a six on the glitch die. Ooh. Um, they don't hit you. They slice through a wing, and it like you then like <laughs> in in a dramatic kind of burst of LED feathers. Yeah. That wing is now gone. You are now like one wing papaya. <laughs> <laughs> um, the audience are a fan of it though, oh, and okay. give him two and give him two popularity points. It's not going to go very far, though, is it? Um, the the kids uh, then um, seeing that that one of them, one of you, have been targeted, uh, try to jump onto Papaya and continue to attack, and uh, they go in with whirling fists. I think you might have won. Okay, you dodge. <laughs> no, you save it for the microphone. You save it for the microphone. How, how, how many hits? Uh, one, two, three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Nine hits, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Another. You just continue to keep dancing while yeah. they try to boot you, and you're just like, no. Can I waft them away with my, with my remaining wing? Yeah, no, yeah. You, you, knock one, you, knock, you turn around and just knock one on their ass. 
they pull out their phone and start Snapchatting. Just got knocked down by Paps. Final round. It's the final chorus. Big finish, guys. Big finish. Am I able to be up now and, and attack? Uh, yeah, still, I think the effect is worn off. Yes. So how close to me is Zeke? Um, they are um, near, so you have to move up to him to do it to do something. So I can move up and then do an action. Yeah. So I move up to him and try and pick Zeke up and throw into the crowd. Can I? Can I possibly <laughs> spend my plot point for like a double movement and help him, kind of thing? Like you can just double. team up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we'll you don't need up. to spread the plot. I just, to do I just that. go. Nano, Kyoto. I think Zeke wants to go crowd surfing. <laughs> cool! Uh, I will warn you that there is a notable... This platform, this stage is raised in the air. There is a gap. But <laughs> if from, from here to the ground is quite far. From here to the audience, if you roll super well, we'll do it. Um, I'm not going to have Zeke die because he's great. So. Yeah, no, no, he'll just be like massively like broken bones and come back with loads of robot parts and kill us. It's fine. I'm still doing it. Oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Radio City. No, got so you're, so you're aiming to like hoof them off the stage. Yeah, Billy's, yeah, Billy's very crowd. confident that we're going to get him in the crowd. So okay. I don't see that as a problem. Um, do I need to roll? Is it just? Oh yes, yeah, both of you make strength checks. Just strength. strength. Yeah. Strength. To go and strength. grapple this guy. There aren't really grapple rules in this thing, so I'm just calling it strength rolls. Rolling garbage. I'm using my left edge. Already, you've got like more fights to do. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it then. I was... <laughs> I'll do it anyway. No, it wasn't even that good. So he rolled no successes. So oh, you wasted it? your edge. Um, how many successes between the two of you? Three. <laughs> that was lucky. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you you have him. You have him grappled. Um, go and give me, I guess, another strength check between the two of you. Two. So five in total. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, you grab, like, him by both his arms and kind of swing him back like those swinging yeah. boats and theme park rides. One, two, two three. He goes flying. Um, For a moment he giggles. <laughs> he's ever been. <laughs> uh, there's, like, a small picture-in-picture, picture, like, there's an eye cut-in of Naomi Logan of her like and uh, you see the like disc platform that descended down from the skybox to take you to the stage like swoops in underneath Zeke uh, he bounces on it quite hard <laughs> <'cause he's thrown laughs> real hard and he lands in the audience can, can we have I believe I can fly start playing as we zoom in on Zeke flying you across the sky you for a just having a nosebleed somewhere <laughs> like. Copy, copyright wise I cannot but like everybody imagine I believe yes. I can fly I believe on top of in the power of flight. <laughs> yeah, I believe, I believe in flight. I can get off the ground. Oh, yeah, um, the audience go ham because you have essentially KO'd an opponent, I guess, and so you both you all get three three popularity it's points. Rules, if you're and the, the uh, I think the match ends there. <laughs> there. There's two kids who no longer no longer have any will to fight. Uh, and you win by there's like a big, big tallying on the big jumbotron, and it counts up that you have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen popularity points. You won by a landslide, and there's a big cheer and whooping. Um, what are you doing to kind of like appeal to the crowds now that you've won? The match. Uh, I'm. I think Billy's just looking for that 
boy again, but you can't see him in the crowd, and he's kind of like, ah, ah, ah. He's too busy doing that. Papaya's throwing up promotional material. Mm -hmm. She's got little, like, stickers and badges, wristbands and such, which she's throwing into the crowd. Mm -hmm. Your trades will kind of follow this increase. And Kyoto's just run up and dived into the drum kit, kicked everything about, <laughs> smashed Orpheus' face into the ground. Orpheus is like, what the fuck? Who <laughs> gets a new one? I'm really excited. <laughs> and there's uh, fireworks come out from the pyrotechnics around the stadium, and as they go up, it follows past the big Jumbotron, which says, the talent agency will return after these messages. Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency, Mission Rise Like a Phoenix. On this episode, you've been listening to Alicia as Papaya, Louis as Kyoto Joe, and Paolo as Nana Ranger. I've been your GM, Nathan. The theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Black Banshee. The recap music is The Chase by Triads. Various Oracle Vision battle music is by Kevin McLeod. Find more of his music at incompetech.com. Additional sounds provided at freesound.org. And now, a bit of music mystery. The mission music for this session is Rise Like a Phoenix by Conchita Worst. As you might guess, it's a Eurovision song. And not just that, but a winning entry. And not just that, but performed by a drag queen. Eurovision has always been an event well-loved by the LGBTQ community, and as an intersection of queerness and performing arts, it seemed essential to have a homage to it on the talent agency. As a song, Rise Like a Phoenix is simple but compelling. It's basically a James Bond opening number, and since stealing the show, countries have made similar, less successful Bond-style ballads in following years. Though Eurovision entries are often at best campy and at worst irritating, if you have an interest in how different countries perceive pop music, if you have an interest in stage and costume design, or if you have an interest in drinking heavily with your friends while watching TV, Eurovision has a lot to offer. Performances are archived on YouTube by the official Eurovision channel, so take a dive in if you're feeling brave. A few that I like if you want some recommendations. Jamala, 1944. Bayana Stamanov, Beauty Never Lies. And Paula Selling and Ovi, Playing With Fire. I will never get tired of playing with fire. Stay dangerous and stay weird, runners. Oh, no, no.